Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Do you know what? I was actually starting to give up hope. Seriously. But today, it's a belter. Finally, we have some good weather in the UK. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. My name is Sally Wallace. I am your host. Yes, I do live in the UK and the sun is out, which can only mean one thing. All my laundry is on the washing line. Oh, that is how I roll. I can assume that that's how you roll too. I'm telling you now, there is nothing that beats putting your bed sheets on the line and then sticking them on your bed at night. It's the most wonderful fresh outdoory feeling and personally I think you have a better night's sleep for it as well as long as they don't get shit on by a bird but you know probably that's another show but it is just the nicest feeling to get all your laundry out on the line and just let it dry in the breeze with the sunshine out and to be fair I mean we're nearly we're in the middle of May now and we've had the shittest weather this year it has been horrendous in fact I was chatting to two people yesterday and they were like we're getting to the point where is this is this the future of the UK it's just constantly dark constantly raining and just miserable and it has been it has been like that now for a while Um, and it almost seems like the winters are getting longer I don't know whether that's because I'm getting older and a little bit more aware of it all but yeah I'm just so glad that the sun is finally out today the sun is out both of the dogs are sunbathing in the back garden oh I love that there's nothing cuter than looking at the dog sunbathe if you've got pets you'll totally relate to it whether it's a cat or a rabbit as soon as they get into the sun it's just the cutest thing ever so can you hear that I've got a bloody bird that's living in the roof of the house as well and he's just flown down here to the window where I'm sat in the office and he's just chirping in there's no guest speaker today back off pal but yeah we've, we've got birds living in the roof a nightmare but They'll have to get sorted soon. And to be fair, they're all nesting. Oh, I tell you what, I've got a good tip about nesting. I'll get there in a second. Um, Yeah, they're nesting and they're all like hatching little eggs and all this kind of thing, which is so cute. I love little birds. Anyway, um, the dogs are getting groomed at the moment. Well, I I do them myself now because Honey is too old to take to the grooming parlour because her legs are very, very sore and she's got a slip disc and I just wouldn't put her through that. So I just bought myself a pair of cheap clippers and I just clip her Honey myself. She's one of my Jack Russells. So I did Honey at the weekend and she was loving it actually. She's so, so good because I think her coat just got too long and it's very hot for her. And Milo, you have to use something called a Ferminator. So you have to get his undercoat. There's not much point shaving Milo because his coat is so dense that you've got to get the undercoat out. Anyway, I was just scrolling as you do on social media where you can get lost and go down a rabbit hole. Um, But there was this little old boy who had a really hairy cat. (laughs) 
<laughs> of course he's hairy but he had a really fluffy cat and um he's strip coating his cat with a ferminator and i'm just watching him and then he gathered up all the fluff and put it into a bird feeder you know the bird feeders that look like little cages like he stuck it all into the bird feeder and then put it out and the birds took it all the cat fluff for nesting I thought that is genius. So I've done exactly the same with Milo's hair because it's oh Milo's undercoat. I mean Milo is smaller than a cat, right? He's a miniature pocket Jack Russell, and his coat is ink. I mean he's just got. He comes from such a beautiful family. When I, when I, when I bought Milo, I just knew I was getting him from a, such a good home, and she was such a lovely breeder as well. Um, his coat is incredible. I get everyone compliments Milo on his coat, even though he's twelve. He still managed to just maintain the most beautiful coat, but it is. Thick. The under the undercoat is so thick, and at Christmas, like at winter, it looks like a little lion cub. So anyway, loads of fluff coming out. Put it all outside, and the birds have been taking it. It is so cute. So yeah, that's me changed now for the next year. Whenever we do any molting, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain at all. I'm just going to feed the birds. Top into bag. Come on. No, obviously not. But you know. It's just uh, it's just really nice to see, actually. And I love little tips like that. Ones that make you smile. Thank you very much. One thing that I'm not coping with very well at the moment is flies. Now, um, if you have listened to a number of my podcasts by now, or, or just episodes, you'll know that I have um, quite a, a horrendous relationship with flies. I, I hate them, to be precise. I absolutely hate flies. Like, I think they're vile creatures that shit on your food and they vomit and they're just awful i don't like them and i don't like the way they rub their little hands have you ever seen that when a fly lands on something it rubs its little hands and it's like (laughs) i'm gonna shit on your food now and what i can't stand as well is how the fuck do they get in the fridge how the hell are flies getting in my bloody fridge i opened my fridge the other day and a fucking fly flew out i was like what they're just nasty little devious shits and i hate them and they vomit and crap everywhere so i don't like flies but we've been invaded by mosquitoes, like the British mosquitoes rife at the moment where I live. Um, and I think it's because we live not far from some marshes where they're breeding like maniacs. Um, and they are awful. I mean, they're just everywhere. They're in the toilet pan. I actually went to put some softener in the washing machine just this morning and there's one sat dead in there. How the hell? Uh, they're everywhere, everywhere. And they don't last long and they die and I've got corpses all over the place. So I've been spraying and spraying like fly spray, but it's so toxic, it's vile. Um, and I'm trying to do it when like Roman's, Roman's my four-year-old son when he's not in the house because it's like <coughs> awful stuff, but it just kills them. I need to get something else. I've tried flypaper. So I've actually got a flypaper hanging in the utility room and I've got a flypaper hanging in the kitchen. It, that makes me just feel I don't, a slightly redneck. Um, so yeah, I don't really like the flypaper. So I'm looking into one of these plug-in like mosquito deterrent things. I'm just hoping that that's going to get some results. One of my friends has got a zapper. Uh, it's like a like a tennis racket, a small tennis racket, and they sort of go. Um, who else recommended? Somebody told me to get some citronella candles, but I don't think they work for these mosquitoes, do they? Well, I might get some order to those. But I just any tips that you've got on how to just get rid of these mosquitoes? They're just it's like bin flies and fruit flies. They're just horror. Anything that flies and rubs its little hands, like Fagin from Oliver, <laughs> something to remind me of just rubbing the little hands. <laughs> I just hate them. 
I just absolutely hate them. And this this morning, I've sprayed the house this morning and I've come into some little office just to do the, an episode of the podcast now. Opened up, we've got these um like plantation shutters. Opened up the shutters. It's literally like a graveyard. I'd say there's about 50 of them just sat there dead. I just thought, where are they? I didn't even know there was that many in this room. But there's just obviously loads of them everywhere. Oh, it's just horrible. This is why... I kept the spider. I don't know if you've. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Terry. <laughs> I kept a spider for nearly a year. Okay, Terry, because he looked like a tarantula, so I called him Terry the tarantula because he was like a sort of sprite. And I, I am petrified of spiders. Right, I don't like them at all. But Terry lived in our utility room for nearly a year. Never had a problem with the fly. Because he'd catch everything. He was catching wasps, all sorts. And then the window inside. And I used to say to the window cleaner, please don't touch him. Please leave him there. Um, because I just didn't want him going anywhere. And he passed away a couple of months ago. And I was gutted, absolutely gutted. Because he was just ace. <laughs> yes. Yes, my husband does question me on a number of occasions. Anyway, moving on. No, seriously, any tips, please let me know. Just make sure that you send me a message. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum if you're on Instagram. And it's the same as well if you're on Facebook. So because the weather's getting better now, I'm getting my feet out a bit. Oh, life in flip-flops for me is like freedom. That's how it makes me feel. It's like, yes, it's almost like what a beautiful feeling. Get your big trotters out. But my feet, uh, my feet aren't sexy. My feet aren't like, uh, how can I? So if we were sort of to describe my feet... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm laughing because my husband says they're like he calls them little Shreks um, they're, they're not great my feet they, 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 don't get me wrong they're not like a funny shape and I've not got one of those weird toes that goes longer than the big toe or have you got one of those oh they are <laughs> that's like a whole new ball game if you've got a toe that's bigger than the big toe it's like the weirdest thing to look at I <laughs> Yes, I'm one of those people that stares at it and you're trying to tell me something and I I, I could almost point, but I can't stop looking at that toe because it just looks like it's on a journey somewhere else. You no, know, I don't have feet like that. I have very small toes, actually. I just have m- my feet. <laughs> my feet just look like they're falling apart. They're just, <laughs> they're just awful. Um, I, uh, I need a good I need a good pedicure. So I need a good pedicure and I want to get my feet out because I walk barefoot everywhere. That's my problem. I, even in the winter, I still take the bins out bare feet. It's really bad. I just love it. Um, but my feet have, like my heels are so cracked and they just look, it looks like I've got like about an, an, another couple of millimetres of just like chunky skin on it that could possibly be removed. Um, but they've got so bad recently that I'm even afraid of taking my feet, taking my feet, of, no, but I really am. I'm actually afraid of taking my feet to a beautician because I think it might scare the life out of her. <laughs> That's what's holding me back. I need to book an appointment to get like one of these deluxe, like 60 minute pedicures where they almost get like a nail, like a probably like an angle grinder actually on my feet and get some work done because they just look so bad. They've got so bad that I've actually been painting my toenails myself. I've not done that since I was about 12, where you like cock your leg on the side of the bath and you start just rubbing it all up. To be fair, my my aim's crap anyway, but I I literally look like Romans painted my toes. But as long as they've got a little bit of colour on them, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. Yeah, so I do need to get my feet... 
I, I love this annual outing of feet. I think it's beautiful. You know, it's, we get into the time of year now where it's like, just get your feet out, get your feet out. And it's just such a, such a lovely warm feeling to walk around in the garden with <laughs> my feet out in the grass when it's warm. But they, um, I don't think they can go public just yet. In fact, I can see why socks and sandals is such a smart move, <laughs> to be honest. It's almost like an ingenious idea. Obviously, people have been mocked for wearing socks and sandals for absolutely decades. But whoever came up with it was just somebody who couldn't be asked to get their feet out or didn't really want to go for, to a pedicure or maybe was or maybe had one of those uh, random toes on a journey. <laughs> Creeping toe. <laughs> Take your socks off, Derek. No, I don't want my toe to go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, the toe's off again. He's off. Oh, those to- finger toes are just the strangest thing ever. Like monkey feet, you know, when people have got really long toes and they look like they could almost shake your hand with it. <laughs> I've just creeped myself out. <laughs> finger toes. They're the funniest looking things ever. Feet are hilarious anyway, aren't they? But finger toes are like a whole new ball game. And I'm telling you, socks and sandals is the future. It definitely is. Hey, do you know what? I really want to know, when did Crocs become cool? Because this is just, this is like, I don't know where I've been. But at the moment, I keep seeing them on social media. I was, I was in Manchester yesterday. I had to go and do some work in Manchester. So I was in Manchester yesterday and it was like, she's wearing Crocs. She looks cool. She's got a pair of Crocs on. And that kind of like baffled me a little bit. But she was actually rocking them really well, to be fair. Like a young woman um, looking quite trendy. Do you know what I mean? Like nails on fleek, not like mine. And um, yeah, she had a pair of Crocs on. And I kind of just stared at her and was like, she's wearing Crocs. But then I keep seeing them pop up everywhere at the moment. Like there's a, there was a, um, a thing that popped up on my reels of a bride and groom. And then in the evening, she'd taken her heels off and put a pair of Crocs on. And she was on the beach with a pair of Crocs on. So Crocs... I didn't realise that because, okay, so let me just start from the beginning. My sister bought me a pair of Crocs about 16 years ago, right? And Zoe was onto Crocs when they first came out. And she was like, Sally, you need to get a pair of these. They're amazing to do the garden with. Literally, I wear them everywhere. And she was pregnant at the time with Harriet, who's her eldest daughter. And she bought me a pair and I remember wearing them around the garden. I remember people, my mates coming over and they were like, Sally, what the hell are those? They're horrendous. And I was like, these are Crocs. These are Crocs. They're they're just stupid. So I was almost shamed into not being able to wear my Crocs. Anyway, then I moved house um, and I moved to Manchester and then I met Scott and I obviously kept my Crocs with me and we bought our first house and I started doing some bits and bobs around the house and put my Crocs on and even... (laughs) I remember him saying, do not wear those out the front door. They are, what the hell are they? These are Crocs. They're amazing. They're so comfortable. Again, I was ashamed from, you know, like, get them off. And now every bugger's wearing them and people are even wearing Crocs and socks. So it's almost like what used to be, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed, is now, fuck that. This is really cool. It's, I'm telling you, bum bags are going to come back <laughs> In fact, I think bum bags are back in fashion, but you kind of wear them like a cross body bag, don't you? So you don't like have it like you used to have your bum bag. It kind of goes across you a little bit. And that's like very cool to wear now. Maybe headbands will come back in. Oh my God, the sweat, sweat bands used to be back in, in the noughties for a bit, didn't they? Like you could wear your sweat bands and stuff like that. Maybe they'll come back in. I don't know. But apparently Crocs are very cool. The one thing I do like about Crocs is I think they look so cute on kids. 
and they must be so comfortable for kids as well. So I'm actually tempted to get Roman a little pair of Crocs because trying to get him into sandals, uh, yeah, it's not happening because they've got Velcro, because most sandals have got Velcro on them, haven't they? So when you put your little foot in it, it's like, and he loves Velcro. Just that, just that noise and that sensation, that feeling. Oh my God, he loves it. He absolutely loves ripping Velcro and then sticking it back together and ripping it. So it's it's not um it's not happening with sandals and strappy sandals and velcro sandals so i thought maybe i might get him some crocs you see i remember my vet i remember when i took honey to the vets a couple of years ago she had crocs on and i said i actually said to her cool blimey you're rocking some serious crocs and she was like they're the best thing to wear when you're working they're so comfortable and you know what's just come to me then when i went for ivf as well when I had IVF, a lot of the girls in theatre had Crocs on too. So I totally understand that they're very comfortable. I get that. I get that. Especially if you're on your feet all day. They are really comfortable. I used to love wearing mine in the garden. I mean, don't get me wrong. I might be barking up the wrong tree here. They might still be a little bit of a fashion faux pas and a definite no-no. But maybe I'm hanging around with the wrong people in the wrong places. But from what I can see at the moment, there are a lot of people adopting a croc and making it fashionable. In fact, there are quite a few people that are collecting those little fidgety, widgety things as well and sticking it in them. And I just want a hell of a fashion statement. And I I wouldn't do that, but I do totally appreciate the comfort of a good croc. Especially from around the house, because I'm really bad at walking around barefoot, really bad. And I, Scott, my husband's always getting at me to put put some slippers on because I've, oh my God, I mean, I've had some bad accidents with my feet, right? So I've cut them open. I've stepped on glass. I know, pretty brutal. Um, I stepped on a nail. I've stepped on some, I've stepped on quite a few nails, actually. Um, I was running to catch up with Roman barefoot and I stepped on like a, a piece of flint or like a really sharp stone. That was a game changer. Um, I'm yet to step on Lego because he doesn't like Lego yet. So we're not there. But I, I, yeah, I do need to start wearing something around the house that is quite comfortable. And I love flip flops. I absolutely love flip flops. Um, I don't like slippers, though. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I, I find slippers very sweaty. I think the slippers. I don't know why. I just. No, I do know why. It's the sheep skinny fluff thing where you put your foot into something and it's all a bit fluffy inside. And it's almost like shoving your foot up a sheep's ass. And it just, I don't know what it is about slippers, but they're just sweaty. And I don't enjoy wearing slippers. I don't like that fluffiness all over my foot all the time. It's weird because I love wearing bed socks, right? And I wear bed socks a lot. But the thought of putting my foot into a slipper and walking around the house in like a, I don't know why, I just find them a little bit, lethargic you know like a bit slow and a bit sweaty that's what keeps coming to my mind sweaty slippers (laughs) just don't like slippers I don't like that fluffiness and like all around it's a sweaty foot isn't it a sweaty foot and a slipper just (laughs) makes me cringe but I could rock a croc I reckon around the house I, I, I might even look into this to be honest with you Yes, something about slippers. I don't like slippers. I mean, God, you know what? I could actually go on about slippers for ages. They just make me feel a bit funny. Um, And I don't know why, but you know when you go to people's houses and they've got like a a knackered old pair of slippers there, I'm just like, God, I bet they've seen seen some sweat. (laughs) I don't know. My mum, Sandra, loves slippers. She absolutely loves slippers. To the point where she, when she comes over here sometimes, she's got a handbag with them. I'm like, you're right, mum. Do you want to take a seat? Well, I'll take a seat. Hang on a minute. I'm going to take my shoes off. And she brings her slippers with her. <laughs> I'm not offended in the slightest bit. It makes her feel really comfortable and I'm happy for that. But I love the fact that my mum takes her slippers places. I think 
That is so cool. <laughs> and she genuinely does take them everywhere with her. She takes them on flights. She, Yep, yeah, she does. She takes them on the airplane. She takes, she's just going on a cruise soon, actually, with my brother. And I'm guaranteed my mum will take her slippers. She literally takes them everywhere with her. She won't go anywhere without a pair of slippers. And in fact, I think she'll even keep a pair in the boot of the car as well. She's not just got one pair of slippers, my mum. She's got quite a few pairs of slippers too. So it's almost like my mum's always had slippers and always tried to get me into slippers. But in fact, she bought me a pair for Christmas. (laughs) But they're actually quite sweet. They're like these little reindeer things, but they're more like... um, they look like they're a bit. They look like a trainer sock, but they're all fluffy, um, and they've just got little pads on the bottom. Now I like those. I don't mind those, and I can I wear those to bed actually, like small little small little reindeers. Grown woman, I don't give a shit, um, and they're quite comfortable. But isn't it funny? I'll wear those, but the idea of wearing like a rubber soled slipper that looks like a shoe with sheepskin is just just not for me. It's just not. It's just sweaty. <laughs> No, I'm going shopping. Let's go and get some Crocs. Right, listen, like I said, if I'm totally on the wrong bloody path here, you'll have to let me know. I've just been seeing a lot of people wearing Crocs and making them look sexy. If you can ever make Crocs look sexy, um, they are looking pretty cool. And to be fair, I think they will look really, really cool on Roman. So yeah, you'll have to let me know. Um, make sure you drop us a message. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum on Instagram. Lots of changes coming soon. Lots of changes coming soon. So I have decided to rebrand the podcast. So I started the podcast last year. Um, and obviously it's Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And I really wanted to break down the taboos of infertility. But as the weeks have um, progressed and the episodes have, you know, kept pumping out, it's just taken a whole different turn into some really, something really exciting, actually. So... I've decided to rebrand the podcast. It will still be the same Instagram page. I'm literally just changing the name of the podcast and all the previous episodes will be there as well. I've just decided to make it a bit sexier. Um, And that's all I'm going to say for the moment because I'm doing a lot of work on it in the background at the minute and it is going to look amazing when it's done. And I've got some really cool merchandise coming as well. Really, really cool. So, yeah, just bear with me. It's going to take me a couple more weeks just to get everything in order. But once it's done, I know for a fact you're going to absolutely love it. And I'm so, so happy with this little... Do you know what? It's amazing, isn't it? If you just keep... Because I kept thinking to myself, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum doesn't sound that sexy, does it? And I am a geriatric mum and I massively champion that. But it doesn't sound that sexy. So with my little journaling, which I do, and you know, and I go cold water swimming and I'm always thinking outside the box... All I can say is I've hit sexy and you just need to watch this space. Right. Have a fantastic week. By the way, if you genuinely do have any tips on how to get rid of flies, I'm honestly open uh, for inspiration. I really need it because I'm I'm starting to reach the end of my tether of these little hand rubbing fagins that live in my house <laughs> at Adventures Ever Geriatric Mum on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already and yet you keep coming back and you keep coming back and you're listening to my episodes, I would really appreciate Um, a rating or a review if you listen on Spotify or you listen on um, Apple iPhones, sorry, Apple, um, I can't even think, Apple Podcasts, that's what I was trying to say. Then yeah, please do, please do pop me a review, share it with your friends, especially if it's put a smile on your face today and it's your go-to podcast or one of your go-to podcasts, uh, just because it just puts that little crease on your face. I would really, really appreciate it because I absolutely love doing these episodes and I'm so, so looking forward to what's going to come. Right, take care. (laughs) Make sure you stay away from those nasty little flies. Crocs and socks are all. Speak to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.